0: Yo, what's going on, y'all? What's going on? Uh, Welcome back to another Hot Fire episode of the Audible Podcast. I'm your host with the most D. Wardy sign. The man, the myth, the legend, the serpent, the wolf, the armadillo, the berilla. It's a combination. It's a merge. It's like when Goat Tanks and Trunk merged. It's a gorilla and a bear you put them together and you get moi what's going on y'all it's just been a it's been a a pretty nice day so far and i'm only saying that because i've been left alone people just when people leave me alone i'm such a wonderful person i'm such a nice person i feel so jovial Stephen a smith words around this motherfucker i even start using Stephen a smith words uh jovial Vocluvial. uh a all type of adjectives I can think of to or make up on the spot we got a lot of topics today, and um oh I kinda want to get through all of them I kind of don't. I don't know how long it's gonna take me. you know it may be a a nine hour podcast, so if you're driving from California. To California, <laughs> if you're in LA, you're trying to get from one place to another, uh, these nine hours, uh, should be just enough time for you. I want to, I want to start off by, uh, going straight to the NBA. I think we got the draft should be in a couple weeks. Um, NBA season starting up in, in maybe a month. It looked like they're going straight back, um, into, uh, just a, a straight season, I guess. Are they Are going to pay up? I heard it's going to be 72 games, um. Uh, uh, if I was them, I would probably extend the All-Star break. I think the All-Star break is usually a week. Let's do two weeks. It's COVID. COVID will be around <laughs> uh, by then. Because if it's, it's, if it's in December, um, then more than like, let's say the All-Star break is probably like April. Do a little Easter break. A little uh into the summer break, maybe I don't know. Give him a give these cats ten days. Give them two weeks since they are jumping straight into the season again, real quick. It's seventy two games. It's ten less games. It's not you know. It's not a lot. Uh, one thing I always wanted, to, I always wondered uh uh wanted to discuss like when we doing uh. There's been a lot of discussions on shortening the season from uh, fifty six games. I heard sixty games. You know, previously in the sixties and seventies, uh, we didn't have eighty two games to go off of. Uh, what does that does? What does that do to NBA records? And um, I know a lot of the records are like averages, and that's where a lot of the analytical stuff come in because they start using averages. Like for instance, Steph, uh, maybe I think his MVP, the second MVP, he averaged thirty points, but he averaged those thirty points in like twenty nine minutes. Um, will we get more efficient basketball in shorter spans? I think because since the score the score is so much higher, uh, in in the late '90s you could probably get a you would never see a one twenty to one eighteen game. I mean, Jesus Christ, that that really rarely happened in, in any era. Really, it happens all the time here. So I think since the points are kicked up so much, for instance, that's why Harden shits look so crazy. That's why uh, Westbrook shit looks so crazy. Uh, they're paying so, playing so fast. Uh, the pace is so quick. There's so many points scored. There's little to no defense, but there's little to no incentive to play defense. Uh, you, you, you can't get up on the body. You can't really do anything. I, I don't need to get into that. You already know that. But a shorter season should balance off how much scoring, extra scoring there is because it's going to get to the point where uh, you're going to have a good player or maybe uh not great. Let's just say a good player. If they play long enough, they install. They get a certain amount of points. Let's say this: uh, Lou Williams is a good player. If Lou Williams started for as long as he's been going, with how many bench points he has, and he probably averaged. Let's say, but he's he's not the average bench score, obviously. But let's say he averaged twenty two or twenty five minutes a game. Your starter obviously is more than that. His scoring ability, even though his scoring is different, that's why he comes off the bench. That's why Stewart is so effective off the bench. Um, a, a cat like that, who's a good player, he could probably surpass a, a a couple people, you know, with just the pace of the game and how long he's played, his longevity and everything like that. Like Melo, Mello didn't fall off for for a little second. And let's say he uh, didn't have those years. He had all successful years, and not championship years, but at least high playoff years. Since the Knicks has been a complete waste, and that's since like 2011 or 12. So it's been a little bit of a, a waste of a player as far as the capabilities and the standards that he can get up to, just as far as overall points. I think with the game being so fast, they might as well kick the games back a little bit. Um, these cats are a lot more uh, athletic, but that's just that's just evolution. Uh, that's just how it's uh, how things go. The average player is a lot more athletic, uh, um, obviously. Fucking Bob Cousy, he's not, you know, he he wasn't LeBron. Maybe he was white LeBron back in the day. Fucking LeBron Cousy, maybe he was. But I think that is a it's a fair trade. There's nobody's gonna play defense at all. We're gonna score this many points. We can cut the season down and give them a little bit of a, a extra break for All Star Game. Um, I don't know. Maybe you can do well two weeks in the city is that's reckless, I just thought about that, yeah, you don't want to, let's say if you go and you know, let's stay out, let they did one in Toronto, but what they wanted in Toronto, it was cold, because it was in January, obviously, so Canada, it's cold as shit, do we really want these cats up there for like two weeks, I just thought about that, maybe that week is, is good enough, maybe it's an extra week to just take a break off, I, th- I do think they need um, a longer All Star break, maybe a week of festivities, and then a week to just cool out, let them re get everything together with their families, um, because it's a long traveling season. I think this is gonna be they're gonna be traveling, and it's, it won't be no bubble this time. They're gonna be traveling. Probably won't be that many fans, if any fans at all, and they're very close to the court. I don't know how they're gonna do this. I read something yesterday that they they may require um, fans that are courtside to do covid tests they have to have negative covid tests at least two days before uh and that needs to be turned in at least two days before the game so the day of the game you can't say oh these people are tested negative no it needs to happen before that so you know with with that kind of i guess you could call it innovation uh maybe they'll be uh, a little bit safer but we need to figure out a way to give them a longer break. There's a lot of injuries, and the injury seems like they're getting more gruesome, mainly because the court space is getting smaller, and these people are getting bigger and more athletic. Um, there's no small point guards like it was back in the day. You know, you may get a couple six footers, you may get a the LeBron stopper, you may get a JJ Barrera, uh, where he's a, a, a much shorter dude. But uh, those days is 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 it's just about over. Everybody's kind of seen it between six two and six ten. We're not getting a lot of you know crazy seven footers like we was before either. But I mean, either way, um, they definitely they definitely should get a good break. I saw some news yesterday with the with the Rockets, which is just a uh, wonderful. You know, there was a, a a conspiracy theory. And let me hold on. Let me a second. Let me look in. The, let me see if I can find my 10 fall fitted. Uh or my Pelicans 104 fitted somewhere around here. You know, next time I do a video pod, I'm gonna get some aluminum fall and wrap it around a fitted. And we're gonna do the whole pod just like that. Uh, because this is the rumors that are coming out of Houston, and it seems like there are 10 players all coming out within a week. This season's been over for two months? Three months? And in one week, we're getting Daniel House, LOL. Uh, I'm about to call him Phillip Rivers, but he might as well be Phillip Rivers. Um, Austin Rivers, but we call calling Phillip Rivers. Daniel House, Phillip Rivers. Uh, Westbrook wants to trade. I think, I believe Eric Gordon spoke out. And just a couple other players that kind of have their horror stories. And there's always stories like that coming out of Houston. Um, you, you see players that have come out previously. Let's say like the White Howard, um, who doesn't have a great reputation. So we want we won't wholly that to him. It's not like I don't I don't know if he's a good guy or not. But we just, we have to go off perception. We have to go off reputation. So based off his reputation, um, you can either yeah, dispute or not dispute his words. But uh, he has some new words initially out, and, and even in, in recent interviews. Uh, he said that you know he knew the reason why he got put out of out of uh, Houston, and it was kind of hard for him to cope mentally with that. I think the next year, uh, the year after, he said it took a little hit on him mentally because he knew Harden got him traded, basically. Because you don't trade him unless that's nobody's getting traded unless Harden says so, and if Harden don't say so, you're gone. Right? That's that's pretty much how I go. He's a star player, so he gets the blame for that. Uh, I think. LeBron has kind of exposed that culture. And I think that as the players get more power, you're going to see that a lot more. We even saw Demarcus Cousins with the the Kings. Demarcus Cousins got um, some talks on if, you know, on the next coach they should bring in or or if this coach needs to go. Um, And if you don't remember that, Charles Barkley, you can type in Charles Barkley curses on TV. And there's one clip when he almost sounds like he's drunk and he might be drunk. And uh, he just says total bullshit how DeMarcus Cousins can be able to hire or fire a coach when the Sacramento Kings are absolute dog shit. And I think that was absolutely correct of him to say that. Uh, Not about DeMarcus Cousins, but just about the placement of where DeMarcus Cousins was and the Kings. It's not like they were a successful franchise. If you're LeBron, obviously you get coaches fired. You got the most winningest coach in European history got fired and disgraced after one year. I don't think he'll be back. He's the most winning coach in Euro history. And you could say, oh, you know, that's European basketball. But we also have the, one of the European stars who's totally dominating the, the NBA right now with, with Luka Doncic. So when you have the chance, if you're Cleveland, the Cleveland Cavaliers, and you have the chance, and, and this is much like the chance that the Miami Heat had a long time ago, if you have the chance to secure your future, and Secure right now, you drop your nuts and you say that you're going to secure right now and the future by not firing the most winningest coach in European basketball history. That is a, a big feat. I don't know if I even let me see up, see how many wins he got because I'm just saying that. Um, this uh, David Black. Is it David Black? Yeah, David Black. Let's check David Black's record. So he coached uh, Israeli basketball. He is, he is Hebrew. He has a long history of basketball. He played as a player in 1981. All the way up until 1993. He was assistant coach. Well, he was a coach. It could have been assisted. They don't, they don't show the difference in 1993. So this dude has been in the coaching system since 1993. Um, up until 2019. He has a European championship, 2014 coach, of the year, 2014 Euro cup, 2018 FIBA cup, 2005 Italian cup, Italian cup, dramatic cup, Russian cup, five town, five time Israeli really uh, champion, uh, Super League champion and a six-time Israeli Cup champion, four-time um, coach of the year between 1996 and 2014. So it shows a little consistency over time. If you can get a coach of the year in '96 and also get it in 2014, you could be doing something right. Um, and he also won four championships as an assistant coach just when he was in 1993, etc., etc. In his record. If I can just find him, maybe. I think his his overall record is two hundred and sixty-nine and seventy-three. That is a seventy-eight percent percent win percentage. That's just for the real league. Really. That's pretty fucking good. Let's see. They show an overall here. Yeah, 276 and. Well, overall, I'm sorry. 276 and 169. So that's a 58%. He has a 60% win percentage. Over the course of his career. Which is a very fucking long time. So. You have the, the choice to choose between right now and going forward. Uh the Miami Heat obviously they, they decided to keep Spo and they decided to focus on both. Because I think Pat Riley knew at some point LeBron would leave. Uh I didn't think they I didn't think they would think it would be that soon. Uh but I always think about that. What if LeBron stayed? I think the, the East is just as weak. He he still runs more championships. Spo only gets better. Eventually. Unfortunately, what will happen to Chris Bosh will happen. And it happens like, what, 2014, 15? I think that's the 14-15 season. So you bring in a replacement. And by 2014 and 15, it might be 15-16. By 2015-16, Kevin Love is still open. You, You can still make similar type of moves. You don't have the number one pick to trade. Uh, for Kevin Love. What a what a what a, what a fleece, what a fleece that was, and it kind of a fucked up situation for for Wiggins. Um, because if y'all remember when LeBron wrote the uh, uh, a note or an essay, it was an article, whatever he wrote, I think it was in the Players Tribune on him going back to Cleveland. Uh, Andrew Wiggins wasn't even mentioned in that. A uh, multiple players was. But uh, the mention of a first-round draft pick and young players and anything like that, he, he wasn't mentioned at all. So that was the hint that he was going. Then, then the actual trade came through. Uh, so that has to be traumatizing. Think about that. You know, you you coming into the NBA, i number one draft pick. You're coming into a franchise that is about to build around you. Uh, if Y'all can do your Googles. You can do your YouTubes. Uh, they had David Blatt, and it was going in with Kyrie. They was gonna get Golden Hayward. They was gonna get Trevor Ariza. They was gonna get some wings uh, to to go along with Kyrie and, and a couple other things with a, with a young coach and a fast team and Wiggins. You know, maybe his development changed a little bit. Maybe it doesn't. I think he's in a fantastic situation right now at Golden State, and uh, I think they should I think they should keep him and develop him. He could be he could be Harrison Barnes. And Sean Livingston and, and all of those cats wrapped in one. I think they need an, uh, another piece. But with Draymond, Clay, and Steph and a, a valuable athletic Wiggins, I think they could do a little bit of damage. I Let's rate. Let's rate how good. Let's compare. I, and I'll put this. I'll maybe put this up on Twitter. Harrison Barnes in 2015 versus Andrew Wiggins right now. Um, what's the comparison, who who brings more, I think, I think that would be, um, kind of the thing you would think if they want to trade it. because like, like if y'all remember, in 2015-16, is when they gave up, not 15-16, 16-17, is when they let Harrison Barnes go, so they can bring in Kevin Durant, um, so I don't know, it, it it just kind of depends, but you know, building for the future, making sure they get the. I just want to kind of think I get my NBA stuff out of the way because I've, I've been thinking so much about the NBA, and I, I kind of haven't done a a pod in a couple of days. So it's been so much crammed in my brain uh, that I wanted to talk about. I, I want to talk about, and I touched. I I did a pod about this previously on bad franchises. I just think some of these franchises just may be cursed. Uh, the Minnesota Timberwolves get the number one pick in a, I assume, a weak, very, very weak draft? They have horrible ownership. Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Uh, They're not cursed. They just stink. Is there anything... Is there such thing as a curse? For instance, Cleveland Browns. I'm going to assume that the Cleveland Browns have had the same owner since they came back into the league. Because, you know, a lot of y'all may be young. Uh, The Cleveland Browns turned into... The Baltimore Ravens, right? So, oh my God. Was it the Baltimore Ravens? Yeah, because Baltimore went to Indianapolis. Now how they became the Colts. And then Cleveland went to Baltimore. And that's how they became the thing. But somehow they're in the same division. Wait, who turned into Baltimore? I have to look this up. Cause it's been it's been it's been a while. Yeah, so this happened in 1995. Holy shit! It's been that long. I thought this happened like 2000. I thought it happened like maybe a year or two before they won their first Super Bowl. So imagine this: you're a Cleveland Browns fan, right? And you are besides the Clippers are the worst two major franchises in sports history over a 50-year span, right? I think we can easily agree that the Clippers and the Browns are the worst two franchises. Just go off of success and record, which they have no success at all. And you're cursed. And within three years, two or three years, actually, they were competitive the next year. But within the third year, That team wins the Super Bowl. The team that left the cursed franchise that left the cursed city. In 1995, Cleveland was definitely cursed. All franchises. And it sounds like this nigga's been revving up the microphone. Pardon me. As I do my podcast. And I have uh, Fast and the Fucking Furious outside. This man's been revving up the bike for 17 minutes. Uh, If I had a hammer... I would throw it at this motherfucker. So, we go from Cleveland, and you go to Baltimore, and within three years, they win a Super Bowl. On a scale of one to two, how fucking pissed are you? Because I'm at about a 97, just thinking about If the Pelicans leave and go to Seattle... And win an NBA championship in 2004, I mean 2024, you might need to call the National Guard. Because I'm going to put uh two grenades in my hand and Zangief up a highway. That would be the worst. That's the worst feeling ever. That's It, it has to be, especially because... You've never won anything at all, especially in 1995. Cleveland didn't win anything in 1995 or in 2005 or in 2015. They still hadn't won anything. God damn, that gotta suck. Woo woo. Gotta be terrible. Oh well, moving on. Uh, Since we're already talking about uh, the NFL. I can I can mix in a little bit of this uh, another topic I want to discuss, which is which is big COVID, a big C as we like to call it, big caller, big Charlize. How does Ben Roethlisberger get put on the COVID list one day, and in three later three days later he's not on the COVID list? Has something been figured out? Except, is there a cure that I don't know about? Was he on a COVID? And he wasn't on a COVID watch list. He was put on injured reserve. Now, me putting you on injured reserve could be said, could be you saying, I'm about to put you on injured reserve. There may be no official paperwork to sign, or I just maybe need to make a call or send an email and say, hey, I'm putting this person on injured reserve. So it's probably not that difficult of a process to do. But COVID injury reserve on Monday, or a Sunday, Monday, and not off the COVID injury reserve. Well, you're off the COVID injury reserve by Wednesday. What this does, and this is something that Trump tried to do um, when he had quote unquote COVID, right? Is when he had it, he tried to do work. He tried to go places and do things. And he say, oh, don't let it uh uh live your life. Don't let it you know hold you back or whatever. What he's trying to do is normalize it, right? And the American people are very stupid, right? Extremely stupid. We know at least half the people are extremely stupid. That that half the people are incredibly stupid. We could probably add another thirty five percent to that, right? Even they didn't fall for that. Now you may have people who that think they don't have it. Who may not believe in it. Or may not believe it's a big deal. And they'll go out and have their mask. But people that do have it. Or have had it. Even if they're asymptomatic. They're, I haven't seen anything like it. Um, where people know they have it. And still go anywhere. There's people that didn't know they have it. Or were sick. And it wasn't tested. And then they went forward. And, and went ahead. And, and did what they ever want to do. Travel or went to work or however. But the people that had it. And went out. There's there's very few stories I've seen it. I'm more than sure it's happened. Because like I said, most of the country uh is incredibly stupid. You can look at any uh United States a uh, map right now. You can think of the entire map in your head. I have a visual of it uh with my eyes wide open, I have a visual of the map and it's on my wall and I'm looking at it. And there may be three states where I can see, you know what, it's probably a decent amount of small people there. Uh, I was California, Colorado, and I won't name another because it's a lot of stupid people everywhere. But what the NFL has done, um, what the NCAA has done, uh, with th- like say like Nick Saban, Nick Saban had it, and then the next day he didn't. What this does is it muddies the water. It muddies, uh, and politics have already done that, and that's why no matter how this election turns out, and I want to get political. We'll just talk about. We'll keep. We'll keep it. NFL. No matter how the election turns out, the 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 waters have already been muddied, muddied up, muddied up. Um, if uh, it stands, it looks overwhelmingly that Biden won. You have ha, literally half the country will not accept that or believe that that's not real, just because there is that a hint, because it was put out there. That was, it was a fraud. And if somehow Trump comes in and he has more votes and he wins, you have another sector of the country. We'll probably have a little bit of an issue, right? If this is like overturned, the rules overturned, you know, like a fucking uh, pass interference or something like that. We'll, we'll have a, a little bit of issue. But what everything in between does, especially with sports, is it muddies the water. Because if old ass Nick Saber can get it and then next day he's fine. Okay, then my 30-year-old ass, I should be okay, too. It, it doesn't matter. It, it muddles the water up. And that's, that's one of the reasons I wasn't looking forward to sports. Uh, and it's one of the reasons why with the UFC, um, when someone has COVID, they go. You have to go. Because, you know, they are elite as far as athletically and the bodies. It's supposed to be. It's how they've been able to compete in fucking human cockfighting, basically. Um, So, if those people are, you know, like uh, one one cat, I think it was one of the first cards, his coach got it. And this coach just couldn't come with him. They did a, a trip in Abu Dhabi. Uh, they did, well, I want to say they built a private island. Uh, these people are so rich out there where well, they have private islands built. And Abu Dhabi and all of this stuff and um, Fight Island is, is a part of the um, Arab, Saudi Arabia, I believe. The UAE, I forget what it's called. The Arab... Emirates or something like that, but it's all a, a part of one uh nation, I guess. And he couldn't go because he had COVID. He had no symptoms. He did, but when you when you set the standard, when you set a certain standard, and all of a sudden w- the water is muddy because people are still having the same conversations that we had in March. Oh well, uh, restaurants. Oh well, minimal people there. Oh well, this. Oh well, that. We know what the point is. Uh we've seen other countries and continents successfully do it. Uh the problem is that's more of a human nature thing. But as far as the NFL and the NBA did a great job with it. I know they spent a ton of money to do it and I know it was a very tedious process especially for uh everyone involved to get a, get tested two times a day. Uh they were doing saliva tests, so, you know. They're rich. We we're not going we're not going to sympathize sympathize too much, you know. Uh I know away from your families, away from your families, they're rich, they have feelings too. But you know, let's let's cut the shit a little bit. Uh, but there was sacrifices made. So um, if you think about the sacrifices made, you think how much uh, how much te- how tedious it was, how much money went into it. Um, I, that's probably why the NBA won't be doing a bubble again. Was why the NFL didn't want to do a bubble. Well, obviously, NFL doesn't care at all, even though they make. Probably double the money of the NBA. Um, and NCAA, obviously, they can't do it because there are conferences that just make a whole lot more money than anybody else. The SEC can afford to do a lot of things. If you're in a fucking swack, good luck, buddy. Good luck. If you're in a swack. You probably got pads from fucking 2002. Or oh, was somebody else signing showing them motherfucker. Whereas in the SEC, you you know, everything is paid for, everything is the elite of the elite. Just amount of, of funding and. Alumni fund and everything else that come in. Uh, so that's one thing I don't appreciate about uh, about uh, COVID in general. It's just the uh, people try to uh, water things down. People not taking things seriously. People not you know. And this is this is nine months in. Uh, I'm still saying it's about adults. Uh, these are not children. You know, we knew when when kids go back that kids are going to come back with somebody else's mask. You got a Spider-Man mask and I got a Ninja Turtle mask. Hey, player, I like Ninja Turtles. I like Spider-Man too. Let's switch it up. And next week you get yours back. And yo, oh, we do a three-way swap. You got a, a Wolverine one? We do a three-way swap. Now there's three different types of spit in the fucking thing. With kids, we expect that. Um, with 50-year-olds, I kind of expected it too. Uh, but Just because we You know, people never. You can't get people to really agree on much, right? But when, again, I I probably use this phrase a lot in this podcast. When waters are muddy and you have disinformation out there, and we've had this consistently, we've always had it. Uh, It used to be called just trolling, but it seems as though trolling. I don't know, somehow people have gotten stupider. Uh, the Onion, people actually believe that. The Onion has been around for like 20 years. And people see The Onion and, and will believe a story. It, it, it's pretty incredible. Uh, the 2016 election, we saw factual proof of Russian disinformation. There are, if you, if you look it up, this year, the FBI uh, worked in part with uh, fucking somebody, another international crew. And they raided uh places in Africa, I believe it was Nigeria, where it was Russian funded operation in Nigeria which is a big full of room with people and computers with fake accounts typing up dumb shit. Like right, this is real. You can look it up. This happened this year. Uh whereas it's, it's a big rating. I'm more than sure was Nigeria. Uh where it was maybe 30 people and they get paid per hour. Just sit there and make fake American accounts on Twitter, on Facebook, on any type of social media, and just put out this information. So just imagine what type of scale that's on. If that happens, if it's being, um, what's the word, subcontracted in Nigeria, just imagine what else they, they, they're going to subcontract. It, Russians with Nigerian companies or whatever, you know. So just imagine what else it, that could possibly happen. It Factually happening happen in the United States, there are places where they have been raided uh, that are just dif- disinformation centers. I, I guess is the the only thing that you could call them at this point. So, uh, people seem to believe anything without fact checking anything, and we have moved, you know, in it, in the increase of reality TV and the celebrity, right? Because more and more. Just like artistry. It's getting easier to become a celebrity. And it's getting easier to become an artist. Uh, You can make. we, We used to know about one hit wonders back in the day. Let's say like 92 you had a one hit wonder. It's pretty fucking hard to even get in a studio. In 1992. Right? Like you couldn't just hit the hit factory. Or whatever studio was around. And make a rap record. You couldn't do it at your house. Cause it's 1992, like the the technology wasn't all the way there like that. I'm sure you can record a couple of things. And it's gonna sound like shit. Just pretty much everything, not remastered, sound like shit from back then. But the amount of difficulty it took to even do anything back then. Like I said, I said in the last podcast uh, that you can look this up too. This is you know I want y'all to I want y'all to look up stuff that I say because I look it up before I say it. I know it before I say it. So and if I'm incorrect on anything. Um, I don't have any problem looking up what the what the right stuff is to make sure I don't I don't sound like a dumbass again. Um. Uh. But but this is stuff you can you know, this is stuff you can easily, um, put together and easily stuff you can look up. It's just I don't know. Um, Rappers is, is easier to make is easier to make a, a rap record than any before. Um. We have the the power of. What sent people to the moon? NASA, the 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 amount of technology they they had to send somebody to the moon. You literally have that at your fingertips every single day with your cell phone, uh, and it could be a bum ass cell phone. It's still enough technology in there, more technology than what they sent people to the moon with. So everything is upgraded, but the but humans have not, right? So. It's like a, I don't know. It, we've had multiple civilizations. I don't know if people notice or not. And the civilizations, in the same way, when whatever technology or whatever innovation it supersedes the human brain, and people are not getting smarter in mass. Like a, a state, Mississippi is just not going to become. The 10th smartest, most educated city, I mean, state in the country by next year. That just won't happen. You know, it, it'll take generations for that to happen. So when you, when people elect to s- stay in shit, to continuously want to sleep in shit, while everything around them is improving and getting better whether it's science, whether it's technology. Um, I think it is. You could take a pill and cure everything in your body. You can have diarrhea. You can have a headache. You can have uh, 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 sinus infections. You can have you can have a whole lot of shit going on. And one Advil or two Advils and a little sleep you cure that. A hundred years ago, you had diarrhea. They was bringing a casket off of your ass. Was, you had diarrhea. Let me bring the, let me measure. Let me make your measurements right now, player, because there's a wooden box. Your ass is about to go into, and also with cemeteries. What are we polluting the earth with the amount of like non-wooden caskets we're putting into this shit? Because you know this happened. This is morbid, but I, I have to talk about it because I'm already into it. This is morbid, and and during Katrina, um. And any other place that floods. There was heavy floods. There's cemeteries. As we know, there there's cemeteries that are older ground. There's these, uh, I don't know, tombs, I guess you can call it. Fucking sarcophagus or whatever. You know, there's outside caskets. Basically, right? The Tombs. But the ones that go underground, when they flood, it's a chance they may pop back up. It's not a chance. More than likely, they're going to pop back up. Are we polluting? Like, how many years... Of bodies, how many centuries of bodies in caskets? And if it's wooden, I understand because the the wooden would just, you know, it'll, it's the same thing. It's the ground, it's the earth. It, you know, but we're putting like sophisticated metals and shit into the ground. Nothing really, that don't really bond with anything. It don't really go with anything. So that's different. But either way, you could take an Advil and, and you know, and get rid of. Uh, massive diarrhea. You can drink. Pe- you can go to the store and drink a Pepto Bismol. Take a sip of some pink shit. And something that was a death sentence eighty years ago, seventy, seventy-five. Uh, you know, I don't want to go too far. I want to go. You know, come too far forward. But definitely a hundred years. It's a death sentence. And a little swig of Pepto can all cure that now. So think of how much a uh, life. Uh, how much. I don't know how how much bountiful things are, right? With technology, with with medicine, with education. I could Google, Google is is the closest thing to Jesus you're going to find. Instead of praying over your problems, you can Google it and try to figure out how to fix it yourself, right? I could go to YouTube and really build or cook anything I want to do if I really wanted to. You know, people don't, if you really wanted to, you can learn how to do your breaks and your shocks from YouTube. You could just bring a, your phone out and and figure it out right you could you could do that if you wanted to so all of this is upgraded but you still have races and mass um and this is the education problem right and i don't want to blame it all on education because you still have a choice Because and there are very there are a lot of very small people that are very racist too. So it's not a lack of education. It's just a lot of hate. But just imagine the the notion that there are people who own companies. Let's say if you own a company, right, and you had enough money to hire ten people, would you either hire ten? People of your same race, no matter what race you are, or would you just like to find the ten best people that you can find to make your job even easier? Because as a boss, as a uh, an owner, I don't really want to work. Because if I own the shit, that means I pay other people to work for me. If that's the type of business you're in, if y'all know what I'm saying, right? You know, you, there's still work to do. But if I pay you to do it. Then that's all I have to do. So, you know, if if good old rationale has never been, if money and efficiency and rationale has never popped in somebody's head to be like, you know what? You're a racist, but uh, how about I just be racist at home? Because at work, this black motherfucker is making me some money. This nigga, this Mexican or whoever is making me a lot of cash. So let me just put up this front people are not even small enough to do that they would just rather be 100 percent hateful and lose and have, and risk everything that they have instead of just at least acting like it I mean I, I don't know it's a, it's a very confusing world and it, and it seems as though we are we're upgrading well beyond our, our physical and mental capabilities um. i I don't know i I think this covid thing is a is a is is a fine testament to that because even i see black people um who are per the population per percentage per capita uh black and uh i want i don't want to say hispanic uh latin not i want to say latin americans latino latinas uh you know i don't. A lot of people like to identify certain ways. They don't want to be identified with certain groups. I don't know what to call it. I think y'all know what I mean. Uh, We've been hit the hardest. Minorities in general have kind of been hit the hardest of this. But I still see a whole lot of my just kind of just don't get it. I mean, I don't want to say this stir crazy because the same people from May and June and July. And we're in November. So I don't know. Maybe we're upgrading too fast. Um, maybe people just don't want to uh, latch on to the new improvements. Because, you know, I admit I'm like that too. I can order groceries just go pick them up. And I don't have to actually go in there. But I still kind of just take a mass and go in. Because that's just traditionally what I'm used to doing. But I don't have to go in. I'm not even picky about chicken or steak. Because I, I'm not buying... I buy it week to week or every two weeks. I don't buy it for a month. It's just me. So if I go in there and I, I and I want some uh, thing of chicken, you can give me any fucking thing because it's only going to go for a week anyway if, if y'all smell what I'm cooking here. Uh, but I could do, easily just order my stuff over the phone and wait an hour and just go pick it up, put it, put it in the back of the car, and I go home. I never have to even see anybody. And traditionally, I haven't adjusted to that. And everything else I do is upgraded. Now, you know, as far as you know, what what this technology and what times called for, take out DoorDash, all this Uber, just all that type of stuff. You know, all these type of services. Uh, but that's one hurdle I haven't been able to get over yet. I'm still not used to just not used to not going in and pick my own stuff, uh, even in the entire pandemic when this option was available before it had. A, this option was available three or four years ago. Um. So maybe it's that, but in, in, you know, in a racist way, I don't know how to really, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know how you can not be, or I don't know how you can be around other cultures and other people and not be like enamored with how they are and who they are and what they, and what they do and what they like, the music they like, the food they like. You know, I, I work with a lot of uh, Mexican cats, a lot of El Salvadorians, and I like everything they do. It's cool as shit to me. Like, I, I I don't I don't get the hate. The food is good. The women is fine. The dudes is cool. Everybody's cool. Everybody's real chill. Um. And the, the you know, there's a lot of people that are in the church and into Jesus and you know, judging people. Don't judge a book by its cover. And judging people, person by person, and not as a group. Obviously, that doesn't seem to be the case. And it seems as though the most religious ones, the one who should be following a book to the T, they they do quite the opposite. So, you know, this is racism and sexism and homophobia. I mean, these things are not new. They're not 20 years old. They're not 30 years old. It's not even 300 years old. This has been since the beginning of time. So I, I get very confused when people say Let's, there's a gay agenda or whatever agenda like Gay people just started popping up 25 years ago. Like Alexander the Great, one of the greatest conquerors the history of the Earth has ever seen. He, he likes some boys. He liked the boys too. And if you'd have said that to him in a disrespectful way, like "Oh wait, you fucking, you, you're switching over," oh dude, you getting some coochie and he tasting a little wee wee too, he would have killed you. He would just killed you. Well, it was like year seven back then so they handled things a little bit different but I I, I just don't understand um how people can hate things th- that they they don't know they, they've never experienced or they just don't that they just don't understand you know you I don't say you gotta take one up the ass to understand a gay person but what did they do wrong to you? Like this is a it's a person my person thing judge books by don't judge a book by its cover you know little Bible shit uh, and, and it's the church folks that are that are the craziest uh, that I mean that's really not surprising people go to church every Sunday sometimes Wednesday and they give ten percent of their money to the pastor that comes to church. And a three hundred thousand dollar vehicle. You know, that's what killed me for church. The, the the Bible, the schedule, that didn't kill me for church. None of that killed me. Because I think people having a, a belief or faith in anything, that's cool. I, I just have different faiths and beliefs on different things. Um in myself. I, I have faith in uh my actions. And it, I you know, I I don't need a Bible to, to tell me that. If I put good into the world, that some good may come back. I I didn't need a book to tell me that. But you got people that every 2 weeks, you know, they make $600 and they give up 60, you know, that grocery money or whatever whatever that money is for somebody to read a, a passage out of a book to them. And that person's coming to Church in a. Our pastor in New Orleans came, used to come to church in a Bentley, son. That was like 1998. All yellow. He had an all yellow Hummer, the H1, the big boy, the owner Schwarzenegger. All yellow. Like Bert, like Baby, them had, like Wayne, them had in Bling Bling. He had one of them. And I would watch my mama take out money out of her purse. I'm like, "What are you doing? <laughs> what are you doing? You gotta give him a hundred of them things. I gotta pay you tithe? I gotta pay you ten percent." Jesus said this. Jesus said, "I gotta pay you the person that read the book to me ten percent of my money." You know, t- to me that doesn't. That's that's just not a. That's just not logical. I'm not telling I don't I'm not telling you don't go to church. I'm not telling you don't you know uh believe in whatever you want to believe in. But if a motherfucker got a helicopter, he gotta hit a helicopter. And like eight cars, and the church was huge. Greater St. Stephen, if, if for my New Orleans people, we used to go all the way to the east to Greater St. Stephen off Reed. Right next to Averson, New Orleans people, it's a big ass church. Why are we giving so, you know, that type of logic and that type of uh thinking has not um evolved. I think we probably have more atheists um in in the country than we had before. I don't have any uh, uh, facts about that, but I, I'm just gonna assume that. And I assume the the more the generations go on, the less Religious people you will have. And I think. A lot of the country has been heading that way. And I think that. The older. Generations haven't adjusted to that. They don't understand. Why we don't do things. Like they do. They don't understand that. A $60 bottle of wine to them. That they're going to drink in one night. To me, it's probably like two dollars bottles of whiskey that I'm going to have for maybe two weeks or three weeks. They don't look at it like that. They just look at tradition. um, Because I'm not going to say they're not as educated, but things evolve. So the education is just better. We're going to be smarter. The next people after us are going to be smarter because they have access to more things. Imagine if you had Google and this phone and all this shit you had... When you were in school, in high school, in junior high school. This kid's not 10, 11 years old with an iPhone. 10, 11 years old, I could barely use the regular phone. I need help dialing numbers on that motherfucker. They got the NASA at their fingertips at 10, 11. At 3, 4, they already already got tablets. So they're obviously going to be smaller than us. But we understand that. We know that. This millennial type of thing, we know that. We know that things that, I mean, that's just how it go. That's evolution. Um, But the the older people, you know, and we'll, we'll slide a little bit into, into politics. They just don't, I won't say they don't believe it. And I, I heard this earlier. Politicians will say something that they know is not true. But they know there's a huge group of people that believe that. Right? So when Trump says something racist, right? If you look at Trump. Trump has been in, like, the news media and the media and entertainment for, like, 40 years, like, 35 years. I said this before. If you go back to the Mike Tyson and Michael Spinks fight, or it could be Trevor, um, he fought a a Trevor something dude. Trump is introduced before the fight. They didn't like one of his casinos. He's in the ring when, when everybody's in the ring and they're introducing all the fighters. He's in the ring. So he's been around. To call him a racist, I think would be absolutely correct. But his words is to stir up his base, right? So he knew when he came in, he had a big base. The base is even bigger than that, 70 million strong. So whatever he says, it's 70 million people. It's so many people. That even if half of them believe it, even if 10%, if 10% of people believe what Trump says, and other 90 don't, there's still 7 million people at this point. Right? So a lot of what's said, a lot is regurgitated. It's not what they actually believe. It's what they think you believe, or what you already believe, they're just reaffirming it. You know what I'm saying? So I think he's absolute racist, but I think he's even more of it because he knows that he empowers the racists he, he empowers the dummies he powers the shit so and that's what i mean about evolution so if you got all these people that just don't believe in they still believe covid is a co- a hoax covid i say covid is a hoax covid is a hoax yo we been in this this been a we about to go it's been 9 months it's been since february This is nine months. And people still saying hoax. El Paso have 10 mobile morgues right now. Because the four wasn't enough. And the actual morgues they had in the city. Couldn't feel. Where it was too full. With dead bodies. From COVID, and people are still saying hoax. This is going on right now. This is not a cover-up story for much. It's going on right now. Look up El Paso, COVID. If you look at the population of their citizens with how many people that are in the hospital are hospitalized because COVID. And hospitalized, I want to say hospitalized don't mean they're on a the ventilator. Hospitalized mean that they stay Pneumonia they they flu or their sickness got so bad that they had to go to a hospital. You know what I'm saying? They couldn't recover. Their numbers are so huge in according to their population where it's very fucking severe. You can't even... They have a mandatory shutdown. And in that same breath, you'll have somebody says, hoax, 99.6% yada 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 when it when it affects real people and it affects real things so uh one of the things i i I like to uh talk to people about discuss people about um wherever i'm at you know six feet away with masks is i want you to account for how many stupid fucking people there are that you see on internet that you see on tv i want you to think about your workplace I want to think about uh, you go to the grocery store. Think about all this shit. Think about how many stupid motherfuckers you really, really interact with. It's a pretty wild thing. Um, And yeah, it it looks like we're going to be knee deep in shit uh, because we had another spike because of Halloween. So that we would definitely go have a spike because of Thanksgiving. I mean That just that just has to happen. People are not staying away from each other for Thanksgiving. It's just not the way it goes. It's just not it's gonna happen, you know. So we got a school spike, we got a Halloween spike, we got a Thanksgiving break, after Thanksgiving break spike. Because you have kids that's coming in From college They're going home, they're going to their grandparents' house We'll get another spike They're going to be visiting each other they're going to be partying We'll get a Christmas spike And we're definitely going to get a New Year's Eve spike Because there's no way The majority of the people are not going to be around other people for New Year's Eve Um, So I don't know I don't know, I don't know, it's kind of somber, it's kind of bad, I'm, I'm just, you know, kind of going on and on about this, but, you know, I, I just want people to to think, you know, if you in school, you in class or something like that, and somebody else got in trouble, and they got the whole class in trouble, it, it kind of feels like that, because uh, this doesn't seem, if the teacher said don't talk for like 10 minutes, that don't seem like a hard thing to do, like, I can just randomly, I would just randomly scroll through my book and look at pictures for 10 minutes. And before I knew it, she was saying, okay, y'all done. You can go. You know, it, it doesn't seem like a, a difficult thing to do to not be grouped up with several people that you don't know. I knew if, if I had 10 people and I knew we all quarantined, we wanna come, y'all wanna come chill at my house? Come on. Come and chill by your house, chill in the yard, come on that would be no that would be no problem um but i just assume uh people that meet up in clubs i just assume y'all homeless because there's a lot of other fucking places to be that's not the club or the ball uh when it when the club and the ball become the, like the the place to be uh like ooh, are you uh, you're really that much of a fucking loser go to the park go hang out go to the go shoot some poo. i don't care what you do i'll do some outside activities But passing on in the clubs and bar in the restaurants, it seems seems pretty crazy to me, man. It seems pretty crazy to me. But I want y'all to stay safe. Um, Mask up. This mask thing ain't hard. Rationalize it in your head like I have. That way I'll stay sane. Because I don't like wearing masks either. They don't bother me, but I don't like wearing them. I'm very handsome. Very handsome don't have to wear it in your car you don't have to wear it on your way to the car if you're wearing it in the car you're a jackass now if you're another person with the car you don't know i like that and you may be giving somebody a ride wouldn't go i wouldn't do it wear a mask you by yourself you don't need to do it you go in the store? put your mask in the hand wait till you get close to the door or uh, if you you're not around no other people put your mask on you're in there 10 15 minutes as soon as you leave out there nobody around take your mask off You don't have to wear it in the car again. You don't have to wear it obviously going going home. You don't wear it inside. It's not hard. You don't grocery shop every day. So this is not, you know, this is not a difficult thing. Uh, But y'all stay safe. And I will holler.